You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Hey, that was normal speech. You notice that? <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I am Glenn the Geek, and I'm coming to you from Ocala, Florida. I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Friday, February 16th, episode 3357, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people. Let's see how this goes. It's Friday, and another Yay. weekend of riding is a few short hours away. Jamie and Glenn are here to help you make it through the day with some fun guests and some really bad ads. Enjoy the show. Hey, it all worked. I guess if people don't know why we're <laughs> celebrating the fact that things are working, go back and listen to Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. It's Friday and things are working. That's always a good sign. Katie Gilmore is back with the latest UK report, and it looks like dogs have waged war on horses in the United Kingdom. We're going to find out what's going on there. Plus, we have another batch of really bad ads. So listen in to today's show. The American Horse Council latest big survey, they're the ones that do the big horse equestrian surveys every, I don't know, five years or something. And uh, one of the states has now analyzed all the data and put out their information. And we have a lot of listeners in California. California is one of the biggest horse states in the country. And I thought I'd highlight some of the states over the next month or two. But uh, in 2023, the equine ecosystem provided, that sounds like it was written by AI, uh, <laughs> provided a total value of $11.6 billion to California's economy. Now, a lot of that's horse racing because they have a large horse racing contingent over there, but a lot of it is showing as well. It marks a significant, this is the important part, it's a big increase from 2018 when it was $8.3 billion. So $8.3 billion to $11.6 billion. That's a huge increase. Over 500,000 horses in the state, 93,467 workers directly working in the equine industry. That's 100,000 people working there. Uh, that's up from 77,000 in 2018. So big, big increases in California in total, get this, 30% of households, 4.1 million households have a horse enthusiast in their home. And the way they qualify that is someone who participates in horse activities or attends horse events. So I guess if you go watch one horse show, you're a horse enthusiast. Um, 220,000 California residents volunteer their time to horses, and the industry generates $6.2 billion for tourism in California uh, as a direct result of horses. So Now, can I say that I also am a equine volunteer because all I do is, like, you know, things for them? Yeah, well, yeah, we're all <laughs> – if we own a horse, we're an equine volunteer. I know, right. <laughs> we clean poop, we feed, or in my case, we go out last night and the ponies have been running around and carrying on and Scooter is lame. So, you know, oh. he pulled something at his back end. I don't know. He looked pitiful and he acted pitiful because he's like me. When we're sick, we act pitiful. Uh, but this morning, Jennifer went out and said he's walking better. He does this occasionally. And I, the, we could tell they were playing because there were huge divots in the in the field. Oh, I'm sure the people that own the house love that. Yeah. It's a nice, very, very nice place. Almost everything's perfect. And I'm sure they really love that. 
<laughs> We're going to get kicked out. Um, thanks to Scooter. So anyway, he's a little better this morning. I'm happy to report. Uh, let's do some Daily Winnies. We have a couple of uh, happy birthdays this weekend with our uh, terrific auditor family, Abby Foltz, Jessica Shannon, Clark Barton, who you just saw, right? I did. I did. I had lunch with him. him. Yeah. Cool guy. And Ann Harrington. Now, uh, happy birthday to all of you. Doesn't Clark have a horse that just, a part owner and a horse that's going to be in the something? I think I qualified for the- Breeders' Cup. Breeders' Cup, yeah, so that's exciting. Well, that's or the Triple cool. Crown races, I can't remember. I can't I'm sorry. remember either. Sorry, sorry Clark. Clark. <laughs> <laughs> Clark, of course, was the one that helped us build our kitchen. My life is fuzzy right now, yeah, Glenn. I know, so. mine too. <laughs> We're both a little fuzzy right now. Well, speaking of fuzzy and speaking of horses running around like crazy, I was in my house yesterday and uh, Homer, my basset hound, was outside and just started barking up a storm. And then I had heard all the horses running around and I'm like, that's not ever good. Uh, So I walk out back and I see... What can only at this point of my life needing glasses, I see in my pasture a polar bear. There's a polar bear in my pasture in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Um, Wow, he walked a long way. (laughs) He did. He was exhausted. She, uh, so she was actually on the other side of the fence and was stuck. So my neighbor has 20 acres and it is all woods and overgrown. He's cut some trails through there, but like for the most part, his 20 acres is just all overgrown and there's thistles and briars that grow up and around all the trees. And there was a polar bear stuck against the fence with all of these, like in these briars. And I was uh, like, I'm like, Louis, come out here. I found a bear. (laughs) So I got there and it is not a polar bear. It is a livestock guardian dog, but it is the dang biggest livestock guardian dog I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, So I get out there and I get little nippers and I, I cut her, cut her loose and she is totally in distress and freaked out. And I could, wouldn't really let me get close to her, but I finally, she's, she was very old. Um, So I finally was able to kind of catch up to her and please be nice. And I pet her and she had a collar on, but there was no tag on the collar. Of course not. So we don't do that. So I, I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, I, I just grabbed her by the collar and like led her to my backyard. Again, I wasn't bending over. I was actually, I mean, it was like leading a bear. Like my hand, my hand was higher than my waist. And I lead this dog to my yard and I put her in the yard and she immediately goes to the back door and opens the back door handle with her mouth and goes in my house. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> she like, like panting and has some, ble- some bleeding from the thorns. I'm like, no, 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 come out. Now, fortunately, my husband is out of town right now. Otherwise, <laughs> things would have gone different. So uh, I get the dog back out in the yard and I start posting. And I became, thank you, a person who posted on Nextdoor. Um <laughs> I polar bear. The, Does anybody own this polar bear? I found a polar bear in my pasture. <laughs> that sounds like a next door post. Yeah. And so I posted there and all, all, all over Facebook and all the little neighborhood things. And 
you know, it was really fun how people try to give you advice on what to do. It's 6.30 p.m. This dog has to be over 100 pounds. And somebody's like, did you check it for a microchip? Well, I don't have a microchipping device and uh the animal welfare we have like a little like local animal welfare thing and i said and they're closed we'll take it to petco and they'll scan it for free and i was like oh that's an hour away <laughs> well first of all do you want me to load up the hundred pound yeah. dog into senior dog into my car myself and just leave my child here like and so i uh, i just i wrote back well you are more than welcome to pop over and pick it up and take it the hour to pet go and get it scanned at seven o'clock at night. Uh, so people were really helpful, but I got a call this morning and it was this guy and bless his heart. He's like, I think you have my dog. I think you have my dog. And I was like, Oh, okay. It's a female senior, uh, you know, livestock guardian dog. And I said, yeah, it is. And he's like, great. I'll come over and get it. And I could tell with his voice that he was like, he was also a senior and he gets over here. He is 84 years oh old and he, and he has a he, great Pyrenees and he has, he brings his truck Glenn and the <laughs> truck has no seats in it in the back. It is all dedicated to his dogs. Okay. Oh. And he has two other senior dogs in the truck with him. About made me cry. He, he ambles out of the car and he's like, I, I put her, ended up having to put her in the, the barn last night, one of the stalls because she kept oh, trying to open the door. Uh, so I put her in the barn. He's like, you can just let her out. He's like, Kaylee. Kaylee and she just as fast as a senior dog can amble ambles over to him. He ambles over to her and they have this like sweet reunion and he turns around and he's like tearing up. He's like, I didn't sleep at all last night. I just, she's so old. I just thought she went out and I was like, just it's okay. And he was like, I'll have, I'm going to come up with some way to repay you. And I was like, no, no, like this is, this is all I need is to see this beautiful like reunion. And it, he was just like, I've been worried all night. And then he taught, he's got another black lab, Jake in the car. And he's like, Jake and I didn't sleep a wink all night. We so worried about her. You know, like, oh, so sweet. <laughs> so uh, she has been reunited. And uh, it was just like one, uh, like, that's why you do it. Right. That's why you, you see an animal inside the road. Like I told Chad, I'm like, we break for puppies. And senior dogs, we don't break for it. But the, the, the agreement we made was we don't break for intact male pit bulls. Like, that's <laughs> it. But the rest, we stop. But, I mean, she was, like, stuck in my pasture. What was I going to do? And then to have her in the barn. And then this 84-year-old man comes up so, and he gets her. And they get so sweet. So you sent me a picture. She's a great Pyrenees. And that the new farm at over, uh, over Two Acres Ranch, the second farm over, has three of those. Oh, wow. Uh, and they're younger. They're not old like this. And let me tell you, those are the ones I was telling you about that chase the cars down the road all the time. They're very good guard dogs. But they also can jump four and a half foot fences. Oh, my gosh. They, Jennifer was driving along on the truck on the road, and the dog was chasing her in the fence, leaped over the fence, and continued to chase her without uh, without missing a stride. These are 100-pound dogs. Oh, and, that's scary. And they can jump fences like that. So it's no surprise that this dog was in your yard. Well, I'll tell you what, Kaylee wasn't jumping nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Bless her heart. She was up at my house, and last night I was like, I got to put her in the barn. And again, I don't really know this dog, and it's fairly intimidating looking with like— Oh, they're intimidating, when they, when, especially when they're in protection mode. You don't want to go near them. 
Well, I was like, hi, sweetie, come here. And I hooked a leash up to her collar and she walked to my barn. I mean, it's, you know, a couple hundred yards to get into the barn. And she walked like a little angel and just went with Lucas and I took her down to the barn, put her in the stall, got her all set up with some food and some water. And, and she was just sweet as can be. And, and so it was a, it was a happy reunion story. Well, I'm so glad. That's good. I'm really cool. That's really cool that it ended up being that way. Now, well, she wouldn't get a tag in... with a phone number on it. Well, but... <laughs> that's what I said. I said, I said, you know, I said his name. I said, but just so you know, if when you go down to the Walmart, there's a little machine right at the exit. And you can just type in your name and phone number. I said, you may want to do that. He's like, oh, I'll do that today. I'll do that today. He probably did, too. <laughs> I'm sure he went straight there with his dog, Jake and Kaylee in the, in the truck. And like I said, this truck was gutted for his dogs. And he's like, she's old. I got to help her in the truck, you know? And so he opens the door and she walks up and they, he's got like the the little ramp thing that lowers when you go, when you open the door. Oh yeah. And then, so he, she steps up on that and then he got behind her and held her hind end. And she just walked up with her other front legs into the back of the truck. Oh my God. It was so cute. <laughs> it was real sweet. All right. Well, good. Well, you did your good deed for the day. For the week, actually. You're good now oh, for the week. I need good karma, Glenn. <laughs> I will tell you that the Great Pyrenees dogs in this neighborhood on the Facebook page are the most complained about dogs. And it's partly because they do jump the fence all the time and they run right in front of the cars. Oh, geez. So, I see them. That That is the main dog I see loose around here. It, well, uh, because they jump fences. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're huge. You wouldn't think they would be able to jump anything. And Jennifer said it was the most beautiful thing just Right over that tall fence. Just so gorgeous. Like the 11 <laughs> yeah. deer that were in my yard this morning. They just ping right over yeah. it. Kaylee, Kaylee wasn't doing that. And while the lady's getting all kinds of crap in the neighborhood because she can't keep her dogs in, and she's like, I don't know what to do. I said, you're almost going to have to put a deer fence to keep those yeah, dogs in. Yeah, exactly. Giraffe fence. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We're going to hear from Kentucky Performance Products. Uh, we both use Kentucky Performance Products all the time. I know Jamie has about 25 buckets in her barn right now. I do. And then we're going to come back with Katie, who's going to join us from the Poles, Piaf, and Prosecco podcast in the UK with our UK update for the month. Frequently Asked Questions, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Question. My friend was telling me that supplementing with omega-3 fatty acids decreased the level of inflammation in horses with arthritis. Is this true? Answer. Yes. There have been several peer-reviewed studies that have shown that supplementation with the omega-3 fatty acids known as EPA and DHA will help support healthy levels of inflammation in the joints. The best source of EPA and DHA is fish oil. We often recommend adding a high-quality omega-3 fatty acid supplement, such as Kentucky Performance Products, contribute to the diet of horses who struggle with joint pain and stiffness. A KPP customer named Sarah recently posted a review sharing her experience with Contribute. She wrote, I recently swapped my Western dressage and cow horses over to the Joint Armor and Contribute. Astonishing results! My horses are moving beautifully with more impulsion and suspension in their gates. You can learn more about Contribute and omega-3 fatty acids EPA and DHA at kppusa.com. Got questions about your feeding program? We can help. Email Karen at questions at kppusa.com or call us at 859-873-2974. Why, Katie, welcome back. 
Todd, good to speak to you. How are you doing? Good. So you're not in England right now. I'm not. I'm actually in Flaine in France. Um, we're having a family ski holiday, except I can't actually ski because I have very rubbish knees. Um, <laughs> but the, my children have been skiing for the first time, uh, and I've been uh, sitting looking at the very pretty mountains. You're sitting in front of the fire with your wine, watching them ski. That sounds better that's to still, me anyway. <laughs> that's a way to ski right yeah. there. <laughs> to be honest, I'm better at the Apre ski, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get an update on what's going on over in the UK. And the first topic we're going to talk about is dog attacks on horses. I have seen on Horse and Hound that this has become a real issue. It has. And I hate to say it, but a lot of families bought lockdown puppies during covid uh, and it was families that were first-time dog owners, and they didn't necessarily socialize their dogs very well when they were puppies. And the, the payback from that is there seems to be an awful lot of out-of-control dogs, because, of course, puppy classes and training classes weren't running. They weren't allowed to run during that period in the UK. So we have a lot of adolescent dogs um, with no training under their belts, and if there's been a lot of attacks, it's becoming quite a thing where riders are getting really nervous if they're out hack, uh, hacking or trail riding um, and they see dogs coming towards them. And, um, and, and obviously it's dangerous. And you guys tend to ride more in towns and on back roads and things like that than we do. So I can see why you're, you're running into dogs more. Absolutely. And then the bridleways are shared. So the bridleways right. that we have across our countryside, um, then they're not just used by horses. They're used by walkers. They're used by bikes. And of course, dog walkers are becoming a thing because the families that have got these puppies have gone back to work. So you'll often see a dog walker that's got seven or eight dogs with them, which, you know, even if the dogs are well behaved, seeing seven or eight dogs on a horse when you're sitting on a horse is actually a bit intimidating. Oh, for for you and the horse. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Yeah, we we had a neighborhood that we used to drive. I, I drive my cart and Jennifer would ride and we'd go around there all the time. And there were always occasionally the loose dog. Well, the one came after us one day and it's always the little ones. It was a little, mm. you know, 10 pound that got between, got got behind my pony's legs so the between the cart and the pony, uh, that oh, did not yeah. go well for the dog um, because the I po- bet it didn't. <laughs> no, he kicked out, knocked that dog about ten foot backwards. The dog was fine, but I don't think he was chasing us the rest of the day. Uh, no, you no. know, that's the other thing is the dogs can get hurt. Have you ever been attacked while on a horse, Jamie? No. Oh, sorry, I thought you were asking me that. Yeah, I was asking uh, Jamie. I you know what? I've refused to answer that question, so I don't jinx myself. Y'all are scaring me to death. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It is scary. I mean, one one of the pieces of advice that's being given is let your horse defend themselves. Well, that's let what we did. Let them strike with the front leg. Let them kick. Yep. Um, and I think probably it's the most effective way of getting rid of the dog because a great big animal like a horse kicking out of them, hopefully they'll have the common sense to leave it alone. Uh, that happened to Jennifer. She was out riding herself on Nigel, who's a big 16 and a half hand thoroughbred, and the dog came after his back legs and he just kicked it. And she said, I just stood, I just sat there and let the horse take care of it. Uh, and, mm, you know, it, you're right. I think that is the best. Adv- what else are you going to do? I mean, you can try and hit it if you have a whip in your hand or whatever, but uh, you can, but your horse may misconstrue you right. up a whip and thinking that, you know, you're going to, I mean, you can try and out gallop it if you've got a clear line. Uh, realistically, a dog isn't going to keep up with a, with a horse at full pelt, but where we are, we have limited space where you could do that. For those of Some us that ride, will dismount. for those of us that ride bike, I think we've had more interaction with dogs. <laughs> and mm. it's I've had some interesting interactions with dogs riding bike more than more than with the horses. So, is there any conclusion or 
I think it's education. I think that that's the way it's going. It's educating dog owners into training their dogs properly and understanding that horses are flight animals. As you say, we do hack a lot on the roads in this country and on the quiet country lanes. It's bad enough that we're having to educate drivers that horses go sideways, backwards, up, down. You know, but the dog owners need to realise that too because a horse will run backwards to kick a dog. Absolutely it would because it's defending itself. Um, and you can't blame it for a natural instinct. But equally, they will gallop away, and we don't want them galloping onto a major road. I'm going to say something that's controversial, and you can send all your complaints to Jennifer at HorseRadioNetwork.com. Uh, I have always <laughs> said, even on this show before, that I don't think dogs should be at horse shows either. I agree, because they spend the entire time on a lead. I mean, I've, I've been lucky enough to go to badminton horse trials for many, many years in a row. And the amount of people that take their dogs to the cross-country day, and they're walking for miles, it's often hot, they're on leads, and you think, what are you doing? The dog will be much happier at home. Well, or on leads or not, what we, do you remember the year that the dog attacked? Was it uh, at Rolex, Jamie, the dog yeah, attacked? Yeah, it was Buck, it was Buck, Buck Davidson. That's right. The dog attacked Buck on the course. Um, oh, no way. Yeah, what, right it just after- doesn't seem like a fun day for the dog either. <laughs> no. It really doesn't, does it? It really doesn't. And you will always get one loose dog at Badminton that will chase a combination through the cross country. And there is a huge amount of prize money at stake here. And it seems really unfair that, that the, the owner of that dog goes unpunished, whereas the person that was chased on their horse could well be out of the competition because of their dog's disobedience. I know we're not making friends here because... A lot of our listeners bring dogs to horse shows. Again, Jennifer at HorseRadioNetwork.com. Send your complaints to dogs, dogs and horses do go hand in hand. There's absolutely no doubt about it. And we all love our dogs. I have two big visitors at home. Um, and they're brilliant with my horses, but they've grown up with them. In fact, if anything, they're maybe a bit too relaxed with them. My, my farrier will be trimming their feet and the horses are stand, the dogs are standing under the horse's tummy picking up the horn that's trimmed off yeah. so they can eat it. Yeah. What, kind, <laughs> what kind of dogs do you have? I have two Vizslas, two Hungarian Vizslas. I have to look that up. A Vizsla. We call them a Vizsla. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a pronunciation thing. Yeah, they're, they're lovely dogs. They really are. Hey, uh, next thing we're going to talk about, we had a vet on talking about emergency calls on Wednesday. And, of course, the biggest emergency call all the time is colic. And you had a situation Absolutely. that was treated a little differently. Absolutely. Now, I'd, I'd heard of this, and I thought it was a myth, but clearly not. There was a, do- a joey donkey in a, a rescue centre in Sidmouth, which is down in Devon in the UK. And poor Joey had lost his mate, and he developed impaction colic. And the vets tried all the conventional ways of treating it, and then they treated it with a well-known soft drink. And it was Coca-Cola. What did they- so he had... To- did they tube him with Coca-Cola? Liters. They did, yes. <laughs> a gastro-nasal tube up through the nostril, down into the stomach. Uh, they, were, they treated it with, I think, about 24 litres of Coca-Cola over four different episodes. When uh, I think it was over 24 hours. Um, they took it down into the stomach, and the Coca-Cola eroded the impaction, and he's made a full recovery. Okay. I can never see a vet doing that in America. Can you, Jamie? <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you just put water and oil in it? Like, that apparently normal. didn't work. But you know what? I think, 
I think what slightly worried me is, wow, you know, if Coca-Cola can clear an impaction in an equine's <laughs> gut, what on earth does it do to ours? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, right? It's like it's like if you go to Taco Bell and you take the yeah. hot sauce and you put the hot sauce on a really, really scummy, dirty penny, uh, it'll Ooh. clean the penny. Like so, what is that doing to your stomach, people? Absolutely, my my grandmother used to clean her wedding and engagement rings in Coca Cola, and they would come out sparkling. And you think, oh my word, I don't know that I can drink that now. Well, maybe we should get rid of the oil and and start using Coke. Uh, no, they I'm do. Good. They do stress. Don't try this at home. <laughs> so <laughs> okay, procedures yeah. should only be carried out by vet. Okay, good. I'm glad you did this disclaimer. We appreciate that. <laughs> and a, a bit of royal news as well. Yes, this is lovely. Um, Princess Anne is very involved in the equine world in the UK. It's something that she's very passionate about as an Olympic rider herself many years ago. She visited one of what I think is a very important pony centre in central London. It's Wormwood Scrubs Pony Centre. It was set up by a nun called Sister Mary Joy. Um, and it's it, it, it's used as... It's a riding school, but it's also partly a therapy centre. And they use it to help inner city children integrate more in their communities. So Princess Anne went and visited there with the British Horse Society chairman, Martin Clunes, who's a comedy actor. I don't know if you have Doc Martin. Yes, we had Martin on the show, what, a couple of years ago? Uh, Okay, he's a lovely man, really, really lovely man. Very passionate about horses. I think he has Clydesdales on his farm. Yes. um, He's He's done a lot of work with Monty Roberts, too, yeah. He has, yes. And Monty Roberts obviously worked a lot with the Queen, the late Queen, with her horses too. Um, so, yes, Princess Anne went and, and met the, the nuns that still work there, the instructors that work there, and some of the teenagers and young people that are receiving therapy through the horses and learning to integrate more in their communities, which uh, is so positive, isn't it, to see the relationship between humans and horses being used in that way. And certainly in the inner city, our cities are very dense. We have building on building on building because we are a small island at the end of the day. So the fact that there is a riding center that has thrived in that area and is doing something for their community, I think, is quite phenomenal. Very cool. Yeah, Princess Anne is the one that we hear about all the time over here doing all the horse stuff. Um, Yeah. Or you see her riding in the parades and all all of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. How about your show? Uh, what's the name of it again? Uh, Poles, PF, and Prosecco. What have, what have you had yeah, going doing, on there? Yeah, we've been well. So we, we've been busy, as always. Uh, we had a real flurry of recording with special guests, actually, very recently. We've just published an episode with an equine lawyer, Jackie Dark, who talks about dodgy dealers and how you get your money back if you've sold a horse. Um, and then we've also recorded with international dressage rider Matt Frost. And that was our Valentine's Day bonus episode that uh, went out on the 14th. Matt is a very interesting, very charming character. And he is the coach for Singapore's only member of their Olympic dressage team. Oh. <laughs> so she has to compete as an individual. Uh, and he tra- helps her and trains the horse with her as well. And it's really interesting because she has a full-on, full-time job in Singapore. The horse is with Matt in Gloucestershire, and the relationship between them, I mean, it's saying something about how positive their relationship is, that they can work together with all these things going against them. But we were were hearing about how he can be in a warm-up, she's on a work call, she puts the phone down, she goes in, she rides her Grand Prix, and you think, wow, that's focused. 
Uh, <laughs> he was telling us about um, two horses, two young horses that he had to ride uh, some years ago when he was working for a certain British rider. And he just said, oh, yes, they were called Vallegro and Utopia. And we were like, oh, my goodness, <laughs> two of the most famous British horses. <laughs> So that was good. Um, and then we're recording with an equine dentist on Monday uh, and also an organizer of a big show in the UK called the National Equine Show. Very good. Well, And of course, you can find that podcast, Poles, Piaf and Prosecco on any of your podcast players. And you'll catch Katie on there. Katie, we appreciate you stopping by again and we'll talk to you again next month. Thank you so much. Take care. You can enjoy your favorite equine videos all in one place with Ride TV, the ultimate equine streaming platform. The newly relaunched Ride TV has all the series you love, like mini horses and ridiculous ranches, plus top tier training videos and event footage from Horse and Rider On Demand and BarrelRacing.com. Live the action, learn from the pros, love the stories. Subscribe to Ride TV today for only $19.99 to see where your ride takes you. Visit RideTVGo.tv to subscribe. For first-time horse owners and new riders, finding the information and support you need can be challenging. That's why Equine Network has partnered with Sentinel and Absorbing to bring you My New Horse. From important horsekeeping information and how-to videos to social media communities, exclusive experiences, and more, My New Horse is your one-stop shop for riders of all levels and disciplines looking for easy-to-understand horse care information and guidance. Start your horse ownership journey today. Visit MyNewHorse.com. Well, before we get to really bad ads, I have one of our infamous properties we talk about and dream about that is for sale right now, and all the auditors are going to get together and buy it. And we're going to have a place to go and vacation together. What do you think? You're always whining that we don't have a crew. You won't go in cruises. So here we go. We can solve that problem. Just by the way, I would like to say that I will be at Land Rover this year. I have bought my tickets to the show jumping um, and we have an Airbnb. I'm going with some girlfriends. So I may not go on cruises, but I will go to Kentucky. All right. Well, you'll have to meet (laughs) up with the listeners there at some point. All right, so this is a property that's in Texas. Um, It's called Whitehall Ranch. It was built in 2015, so this is fairly new. 656 acres, has two very nice barns with 20 stalls. It has two apartments, another tack room, and a feed room, a full-size polo field, which is a flat 11 acres, and it's fed or watered by an eight-acre lake with 120 underground sprinkler heads. So this is a nice place. It has a ski wow. range, a private lake, a wildlife pond, a greenhouse, and a chicken coop. Also has a heated saltwater pool because, you know, you need that. It has a personal helipad for Chad's helicopter when he flies in. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, the main residence is just tiny. It, it only has 15 bedrooms and 12 bathrooms. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> it has... Uh, it has a cinema room, an indoor gym, a sauna, a massage spa room. Uh, it has a guest and bunk houses on the ranch for, you know, because you don't want your guests staying in the 15-bedroom house. You want them out there. Uh, and any idea what we're asking for this little puppy? It's got to be $10 million. Yeah, you wish. Uh, $42.9 million. Oh, 
I was way off. I'm just <laughs> looking it up because I'm like, maybe that's close enough. I could just pop over. Uh, that is uh, northwest of Houston. So not a quick drive. It's about six hours for me. And the house is, uh, if you look at the pictures of the house, uh, the living room and kitchen, it is really cool looking. I mean, it is really very modern. It's very modern, really cool looking. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's got 15 bedrooms. Tells you a little bit about the size. Oh my gosh, that's a polo field. I, I was like, what is that big, beautiful pasture? It's a polo field that you're watering with your own lake. So there you go. Well, you have a pond. You could water your property with uh, 4,000 sprinkler heads. Good Lord. Can you imagine how many sprinkler heads break all the time? Like, that is the That's one problem thinking. with this sprinklers or sprinkler systems yes. is they break all the yes. time. All the time where you're running over them with a lawnmower. Something. You, you You'd have to have so- a full-time employee to look after your sprinkler heads. But you have many apartments you can put them in. <laughs> yeah. That's Free good. place to stay. <laughs> I think we could do retreats there very easily. For $42 million? Yep. I don't think we could. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there it is. There's Property of the Week. If you're interested in buying it, just look it up uh, and head on over. And if you do, let us know. We'll be down for a visit. We'll come visit. Yeah. I'll say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right. It is time for Really Bad Ads. That time of the week when listeners submit ads from Craigslist or Facebook and we just have a little bit of fun with them. This is probably our 10,000th ad that we've done. <laughs> um, and we normally have prizes and we will next month. I have uh, I spoke to the horse lovers who provides our prizes and they're getting them ready. So we'll have prizes back next month. Anybody that's entered this month, um, we will have you included for the prizes. No, no worries. You're going to be included. And we always get a bunch. I mean, Jennifer gets a bunch of these. One of the things she said is people have been sending her ads, emailing her at jenniferhorseradionetwork.com, but they've been putting links to Facebook ads. Well, if she doesn't belong to that group, she can't see them and she's not joining every group out there. So make a screenshot. Screenshots are the way to go for Facebook ads uh, because, you know, she just can't see them and then your ad will never get read. So I just wanted to do that reminder. So, and we also, Jamie, get to some that we are, we have some that we never, we don't have a chance to get to every week. Yep. Lindsay, Rochelle, Margaret, Clark, you guys are all entered. We just want time to get to them, but you have the first one, Glenn. Melanie uh, sent this one in. I don't know where it's from, actually. Scale Oliver Chia Pet, $4,000. Now, this <laughs> took me a minute. I'm going to read the ad, and then we'll tell you what we found. Selling Father's Chia Pet. Does young, do young people even know what Chia Pets are? Chia! <laughs> are they even around anymore? I don't know. Chia! This is what the ad says. Roots have run into the ground, so it will have to be carefully removed or you will risk losing decades of growth. 
Not sure what fertilizer it will want once mobile. Not even sure where one would put it. But surely there's a fertilizer port there somewhere because this life-size Oliver Bacco Chia Pet is just bursting with new growth. It even has a few flower buds coming out right on the steering wheel. No low ballers. I know what I've got. You'll find plenty of farmall Chia Pets out there, but this is an Oliver. That's a rare find. They want $4,000 for this. Would you like to describe what the Chia Pet is? Oh, my God. I totally was like, how did they, how can you even see the little clay Chia Pot in there? It's not, it's not that. Um, It's a giant backhoe that has been completely overtaken by growth of vines and thorns and all the things. What's amazing is the front end loader on this is up. It must Normally, they fall down when the hydraulic fluid wears out. This thing has been it's sitting stuck. there for 100 years, and it's still up, and it looks like a giant Chia Pet inside the bucket. That is too funny. Wow, that's very <laughs> clever. And now you have clever. to almost read the ad again. Like, it's a, it's a Chia Pet. My dad's running into the ground. It's, good luck. <laughs> it's a life-size <laughs> Oliver Backo Chia Pet. <laughs> First thing with um, the, new growth. <laughs> the next one comes from... Janet, that is but, very clever. But four thousand dollars, you're gonna pay me to four thousand dollars to get that out of there. <laughs> yeah, I think anytime now that you read um no low ballers, I know what I've got, you know it's sarcastic yes. at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer sent the next one in. This is a Facebook page called Affordable Equines in Michigan. Seventeen plus, we were told he is a galding. That's a new spelling for us. I'm assuming gelding. This is, there's no punctuation. 17 plus, we were told he is a galding. He pulls a wagon. We did not try to ride him 800, take him home. We are men emzying our farm. And would you like to describe this picture, Glenn? Yeah, it's a picture of a horse from uh, not the whole head, though, just the nose and the body. We we, we don't need the ears and the they eyes. They cut his head off. They cut basically. his head off. And he is and covered in mud. I mean, just covered in mud. They have not touched this horse at all. He, he looks like, I mean, like some sort of like a Belgian or something. And there, the picture maybe. is of yeah, from nose to knee <laughs> yes. uh, on the front. He has tree trunks for legs, though. I mean, he does. He's actually pretty cute. He really is. 800 bucks. You can take him home. Get him. Come on, Jennifer. Go get him. (laughs) Chloe sent this one in. Gelding horses, $300. Two times geldings. Spelled right. Jack, the rest of it is not spelled right. They got gelding right and that was it. Jack, standard breed, eight years old. Danny, thorough breed, 16 years old. Both good riding horses, not for learners, must go to experienced home. You know what it says that both good riding horses, not for learners, must go to experienced home means they're not good riding horses. Just I, I, I don't even know. Not for I've never called somebody learning to ride horses a learner. Have you? No, that was a, that's a we're getting a lot of firsts here today. Yeah, <laughs> we've done thousands of, of these ads. Kaylin sent in the next one, and it is our trailer of the week. Straight load horse trailer. Have all wood for the inside of the horse trailer. Paint and primer. Angle iron for the floor. Sheet metal for the holes. W-H-O-L-E-S in front. All the original trim. The wiring 
and the wire loom, the red and amber side marker lights. I have four wheels, has a new flooring done last summer and a clean title asking 1500 as is. And if we do all the work, price will go up to 2500 <laughs> You get but all the pieces. You, it's basically you bought this thing and you bought all the things. You got tired of it. So you're like, just yeah. sell it with all the things. They got tired of putting it together. <laughs> there is one uh, thing about this trailer that makes it unique in all the, all the years. It's inside. It's, inside. <laughs> it's yeah. not completely overgrown. <laughs> it is, however, seven different colors of rust. Yeah. So there is that. <laughs> it only has one wheel. And apparently all this other stuff you need to do yourself. <laughs> it is. The tongue is sitting on a, a ja- like a hand jack. Yeah. So yeah. there's no Wait. like wheel down thing. Oh, he didn't say he was giving you a jack. You have to buy that one yourself. <laughs> that's separate. Yeah, that's true. Well, he, you are going to get the um, angle wire loom and what's things. The, what's the wire loom? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jolene said this one. I'll go ahead and sing it. Jolene, 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 Jolene. I I wasn't going to do it. You're the one who does things like that. All right, Jolene said this one. I have a six. Oh, there's no punctuation again. Done. Take right. your breath. I have a 16-year-old gelding named Gunner. No, I didn't even get it right. I have a 16-year-old gelding named Gunner. He's super kid-safe and kid-broke. We'll stand for farrier load and unload. We'll stand tied, super broke, very laid back, not spooky. Have rode him down the side of highway. I can stand up in the saddle, slide off of his butt. He is carried a flag and done parade, stands 15.1 hands tall. This is the only video I have to do to it being super muddy. Located in Lone Oak, Texas. Wow. Everybody need. we've all, you know, I won't buy a horse unless I can stand in the saddle and slide off his butt. It sounds like the way with no punctuation that you're standing up riding down the highway. Yeah, it did. <laughs> punctuation <laughs> is important, people. <laughs> it did steam that way. But it's good Lord. Super broke. It is. Savannah sent this, this one in. No, no price. It's free. No price. Yeah. It's free. <laughs> uh, lots of new names today, by the way. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for sending in. Savannah sent all things. Wait. All things horses. All cap. That's a Facebook page. There you go. It's a Facebook page for everything. Um, looking for calm, calm, calm. Older is okay. Gated horse 14 to 15 to HH. What you got needs something that don't want to go, go, go all the time for right horse. I may trade awesome some Kentucky saddle horse paint. Boo, E-A-T-F-L, horse, but I tired of having to hold him back all day other than the snot just was something. Yo, go, what? This is, they just <laughs> hit all the keys at the same time. There's nothing spelled right in this whole ad. It's even... not even like attempted. There's just wrong letters. It's like there's like an S that got stuck down, you know, like they spilled Coke on their keyboard. <laughs> Every time they type something, it just types something else. So, yo, go all the time. He, us, Eon, Durful, no buck or bite, ear, kick at all. What you got must be gated. 
can I no, convince no. you? In a, can I convince you in a sixteen-year-old gelding named Gunner? I think it would be perfect match right there. I, I love he's gated enough. Okay. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> Katie sent this one: an all-around prospects tra- trail cow horses. How many Facebook pages are there in the world? I hate to do this, but I can't risk getting injured. If you're, oh, Lord, you're going to injure somebody else? <laughs> you can risk getting injured. I'm not. If you aren't experienced, do not even inquire. Slick. Oh, God. Of course, his name is Slick. Is a seven to nine-year-old ex-brunk. Can't confirm. That's just what I was told. You're going to need to have the confidence of a drag queen walking into a Republican convention if you can. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to need to have the confidence of a drag queen, queen walking into a Republican convention. <laughs> if you get him. We have a bunch of firsts today. That's definitely a first. He's big, 15.3 hands. While he will sell with a halter, he is not halter broke. What? Oh, Lord. <laughs> You are going to need the confidence of a drag queen in a Republican convention to get this one. You going to die. <sighs> you are going to die. Um, the, the next one comes from Cassidy. Cassidy sent this one. Well, it's like a matchmaking day. We can match <laughs> people up with it other is. people. Um, oh, this is this gated? Is, this will be yeah, gated. I know. Yeah. This is a the, the Facebook page, gated1500, capital N, under. Good Lord. Okay. I've got a Pasifino mare. C-H-E-A-P. Gray mare is 14 to 16. She was broke and rode very well. However, she had a colt. And when her milk dried up, she lost her ebbing. (laughs) I've heard this is a problem with women, too. When her milk dried up, she lost her ever-loving mind. She probably needs some time to recover hormonally. Good Lord, don't we all? I need this, but poor little thing. She probably needs some time to recover hormonally, but before all that, she was solid. So it's in there somewhere. (laughs) Never to come out again. (laughs) She is a great mama horse and was a great trail horse. Her gait is amazing. Leads and loads well in Hazen, Arkansas. Wow. I mean, I, it happens to women. Your milk dries up and you just lose your damn mind. I wonder if they weaned the baby. I mean, is she still with the baby? Doesn't say. Uh, I'm, I'm, I can't delve into this anymore. They're in Arkansas. It's a whole new world over there. Savannah, we're going to let you know and you can get yours with this one because it sounds like a perfect match. They're looking for a gated horse. Rides well, or at least did at one point in his life. May never come back broke, again. Who broke, knows? broke, broke. <laughs> It's broke, all right. All right, uh, Lorene sent this one in. Good morning. It's Lorene Barden. I'm going to read a really bad ad. And this is an... I really wish that my computer was still going fast because I think this is... I (laughs) love her and her setup every time. (laughs) She does the same setup every time. I love it. She makes me so happy. Ad, it's a Craigslist ad. Horse, mare, $2,500. And there's pictures of a, of a white horse. And the ad starts off normal and sounds normal until the second to last line. So here's the ad. 12 yo, 14.3 hands, great Arabian mare, 
No vices, easy keeper, barefoot, current coggins and teeth, UTD. WTC both ways. Trail rides out alone or in a group will lead or follow. Will cross water, logs, traffic, safe, etc. Beer broke. We'll let you crack a beer on top of her. Hell yeah. Not spooky, out on the trail. $2,500. And where is this horse located? Spring Hill, Florida. Glenn, <laughs> go get her. This is a horse that you need. Thanks for listening. I'm on Bye. My way. <laughs> Just crack a beer right on her. In Kentucky, we call them horses drunk broke. Drunk broke, yes. I think that's what they call them in Norco, broke. California, too. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Lorene. Appreciate it. We love you. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for listening to our really bad ads. If you want to send an ad in, send it to Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. Remember, screenshots, screenshots, screenshots. Think screenshots. And then we can get your ad actually on the air and actually read it. Uh, Hopefully, we'll have some prizes for you soon. Uh, We are going to be off on Monday because it is a holiday here in the United States. And actually, Equine Network is off. Equine Network takes all the holidays. It's it's one thing I really like about this company fantastic and you're gonna be and traveling also, again right yeah i'm going back to florida gonna be my neighborhood again um you're getting your I'm... frequent flyer miles this year no kidding no kidding i'm glad i get to fly for you free. should get double frequent flyer miles because you're doing this under duress <laughs> you know what? I don't get frequent flyer miles because I'm flying just if there's an empty seat. So oh. I, they just consider me lucky to be there, which <laughs> that's how I consider myself as well. So okay. remember, we're all marching our way towards death. So we're just right. we're lucky to be here. Yeah, so we got are. a lot of comments on post show on Wednesday. <laughs> so you weren't around for that. Hang on, we'll we'll uh, do a very short post show for you today, auditors. And if you want to become an auditor, head on over to horsesinthemorning.com and click on the auditor banner. In the middle of the page. And that's it for today. Have a terrific weekend. Bay Neuter Geld. I'm not even going to play the auditor music because we're not hanging around that long. I just wanted to let the auditors know that with the uh, horse lovers, I spoke to them and years ago, and auditors remember this, we did a uh, we did a kind of a a test program where we would have you guys try products and come on the show and actually review them, a product review program. And we're going to do that. We're going to do two products a month, and we're going to get that started probably for April. So I'll be doing posts in the auditor room, and uh, you actually have to sign a disclaimer that you agree to come on the show and blah, 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 but then you get to keep the products. So uh, we'll be doing that starting in April, and uh, it all, we love doing it because we loved hearing from, from the auditors, and we love them testing the products. So I'm glad that we're able to bring that back. And thanks to Horse Lovers for doing that for us. We appreciate it. And we're in the middle of our poll right now. Uh, this is our annual poll that we do with auditors. I post a different que- poll question every day. We'll, we'll continue this through the end of next week. And we then compare and see how our uh, how the answers have differed. And the one poll question kind of, I don't know if you've been watching the results there, Jamie, but the one kind of surprised me. And it was the one about how many horses people have. Um, it was 25% with one, 25% with two, and 25% with three. I actually thought the three and over, three and up category would be bigger than it was. 
Yeah, I, I would think one horse, but I, what do I know? Yeah, no, I I thought it would have been because you know they listen to you and you collect them, and we know other people that have collected <laughs> them, and I just thought it would be more than that, and it wasn't. I was surprised. So, and then the other one, uh, the other result that came in is fifty three percent of our people keep their horses at home and forty percent board, uh, and that's I think that's been consistent throughout our polls over the years. I think that's been pretty consistent. I knew we had more that kept them at home. I think it's because people have to muck their own stalls in this when they listen to us. Yeah, and if you're home care, you're probably wanting the health thing and all of that a little more, too. So, and you know, you you don't have friends to talk to at the barn, so we're their friends. I think that probably is plays a part in it, too. And but, we're happy to be the friends. Yeah, we're here for you. We're here for you. But uh, I know you have a weekend to get ready, and then you're heading down here on Monday, so we'll let you go. Right. Uh, thanks, everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye.